We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Monday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer in the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate and review us, please go ahead and share. Don't forget to subscribe. Benicio, welcome to another fantasy day available for us on the Wednesday DFS slate. Yeah, not too bad. There's a, a nine-game slate here. Um, not too many great games that I really want to target, but there are a couple teams that I think are in are in good spots in their matchup. Um, so probably won't have too many game stacks here, but I definitely think there are a couple teams that multiple guys are going to be interesting for me. And besides, I'm going to get the bad taste out of my mouth from you know putting up monster scores last night and barely making any money with uh you know all the points that were put up i think the scoreboards might have broken on some of the fantasy sites last <laughs> yeah. night. yeah it really was insane like the level of um high scoring that was out there people were 
like vomiting left and right with uh, the the amount of um, you know scores that were. It, it, basically, the situation was is like any of the the sneaky pivots that w that were available, everybody went off. You know, every single player went off. So mm -hmm. um, a little bit cr uh, crazy in terms of yeah. what happened there, but. You know, uh, we're back at it. We're going we're, we're yeah. to... And you know what? What made it even crazier was all the studs went off, too. Like, you had Pau go off and the Marcus go off. So, like, all the cheap options went off for huge points. Mm -hmm. And then the studs that you were able to afford by taking all those cheap options also went off. And it was it was literally the perfect storm, I think, last night. I mean, they were... I think I saw a score in, like, the 427 range or something on FanDuel last night. That's crazy. It was literally insane. So, um, you know, uh, you know we're, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a look at, look at these uh, 18 teams in action, and we have some pretty interesting things happen happening uh, overall. We have the uh, struggling Cavs team facing uh, Sacramento Kings at home. We've got uh, the Utah Jazz, you know, defensive um, uh, stalwart of a team traveling to Golden State. And then we got some of our favorites to pick on, you know, the Phoenix Suns, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, Houston, Philly. So we got a lot of different directions that we can go in. And let's go ahead and start the point guard position, Benny. Tell me who you want to use uh, at the one today for Wednesday. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm going to be spending up. I don't think I want Westbrook against the Clippers. I definitely, um, you know, try to stay away from Utah, even though it is Steph Curry. So I don't think I'm going to be spending up for him either. I think the guy who I'm going to be targeting is probably going to be Kemba Walker. Um, he's put up like four games in a row right now, like 45 to 50 fantasy points. You're getting him at like a, you know, pretty steep discount to some of the guys up top. I mean, you know, we don't know exactly what the pricing is going to be yet for Wednesday, but it's probably 1500 to $2,000 less than, you know, Chris Paul and Steph Curry and, uh, and Russell Westbrooks. So the discount that I'm getting on Kemba Walker in a good matchup against the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, remember the Pelicans have been bad against point guards all year and, you know, basically... Their entire team is banged up right now, so they're playing with a short rotation as well. So I think this could be a high-scoring game because they have been playing some high-scoring games lately, even though Charlotte plays a little bit slower, a little bit better defense. Um, I think this is going to be one of the higher-scoring games. So Kemba's the number one target for me up top. I love the call of Kemba Walker. He's been super consistent there as well. I'm actually looking for a little bit of revenge. So for cash games, I'm okay with Russell Westbrook. The last game he played on the road against the Clippers was three days ago on March 2nd. He scored 46 fantasy points. Nothing bad, but you know we, uh, he was at 11K. So there's another situation that you had to deal with. He had a nice double-double. He's been he double-doubled in three of the past four. And if the price is going to slide down a little bit, you know the last price we checked in at FanDuel on March 6th was 10.7. Um, you know I'm back. I'm, I'm okay actually getting some exposure for cash. Now, down below that, I think, um, you know, you and I are definitely going to be interested in Super Mario Chalmers. You and I both sort of uh, collaborated on on that with a lineup yesterday. That was a great pivot uh, call for you, along with, um, um, who am I thinking about? Jermichael Green. Um, yeah. Who we, it was interesting that we actually talked about Jermichael Green on the Monday Fantasy uh, Basketball Podcast for Rotowire, and we're like, this is the best that Jermichael Green can do. 17-5, and five, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes for a 50-burger in our DFS lineup. So uh, great pivots there as well. Mariah Thomas was obviously part of that. Uh, Mike Conley has a uh, March 11th return date projection, so it looks like he's safe. The lineup isn't the greatest uh, you know, defensive matchup against Isaiah Thomas and Boston defense, but he's too cheap uh, with stars minutes for us to ignore. Um, and I'm going back to the well here, and, and no one's ever going to be able to pull me off this play. I'm going to tell you what, because it's just it works every time. It's He's, he's the Zaza 
of the, of, he's the second half Zaza of point guards. I'm talking about Patrick Beverly here again. Just under 5K on FanDuel once again. 26 fantasy points, 5.3x he paid off. And, you know, he's super, super consistent overall. You almost can lock in 5x with him, with uh, him hitting uh, a range of 5 to 7.6x here in what looks like, what, six of the past eight contests overall. So if you ever go up top first to, to anybody, you know, Westbrook, Curry, Chris Paul, or even down below with Kemba Walker, oh, it's a great salary saver for cash games for you to pair uh, on the road against Philly. Uh, anybody else here interested at the one before we move on to the two? Yeah, there's actually another guy in that price range I think we should talk about too, and that's Norris Cole. Yeah. Um, you know, we got Eric Gordon out for a couple weeks. You know, Bryce Deshaun Jones is out. Tyreek Evans is out. They're down to Tony Allen, uh, Drew Holiday, and Norris Cole as the three guys that are left there. So here's actually a good question for us to talk about because people are going to have this decision. If you're looking at a 5K point guard, I mean, you got Beverly at 49, you got Norris Cole at 51. And you had, um, who's the other guy you talked about? Uh, I just forgot. Um, oh, Mario Chalmers. And yeah. Chalmers at 5K. Uh-huh. So, I mean, let's assume that the price doesn't move on those three. So they're all basically $5,000. How would you rank those three? Because I think a lot of people are going to get into that pay up for one and take one cheap you know, point guard route. So if you decide to pay up for Kemba or if you go up for Westbrook or something like that, and then you want a cheap guy, those three guys are basically the same price. So Chalmers' matchup is with Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, Norris Cole's matchup is Charlotte. And Beverly's matchup is Philly, which is probably the best of the three. So how would you rank those three guys, you know, given the, if the circumstances are the same, which they probably are going to be because Connolly's out, and I don't see Gordon or, or Jones coming back before this game either. So, you know, you're probably going to get the same type of minutes out of Mario Chalmers and, and Norris Cole here. So right. how, how would you rank those three? For me, I'm going to go with um, – let me just double-check this game on before I make my final decision. All right, final answer, Norris Cole for GPPs, Chalmers 2, Bev 3. Bev is the ultimate cash game play, but he's super safe, and both Chalmers and Cole have, have um, bigger upside. So if we're going cash, I would go Chalmers because he's played play big minutes, played 40 minutes, and went you know, 17 and 7 with four steals was good for 37 fantasy points. That's probably higher than, than Bev does. So for cash games, I'm going to go – uh, Super Mario, Bev, and then Cole third in the, in in that order. That's that's how I would uh, order. You think that's fair? The only thing I would change is, and and this is kind of why I wanted to to talk about this question. If you look back at the last seven games where Norris Cole has played over thirty one minutes, I'm going to read them off for you: forty five fantasy points, forty two fantasy points, thirty six fantasy points. Um, 33 fantasy points, 32 fantasy points, 36 fantasy points, 40 fantasy points. So he doesn't always see 30 minutes, but I think that that's what he's going to be getting now with all the guys that they have injured there. The last seven times, would I just say, that he's been uh, over 32 minutes, he's seen at least 32 fantasy points. So he's given you at least a point a minute in action. So if he stays at 5K, and I think he's going to get over 30 minutes again here, um, you know, that's about... Based on what he's done, that's about 32 to 35 fantasy points. So for me, I think Cole is probably on top of the list. Um, but I do like Chalmers as well, and I wouldn't be opposed to a Chalmers-Cole backcourt because I think you're going to get 6 to 7x out of both of those guys. Yeah, I, I think that's more than fair. So that makes sense to me. If, I, if, you, if you feel the need to switch it up, I, I can get on board with that. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the shooting guard position here for the Wednesday slate and talk about what you want to do at the two. 
Yeah, I mean, whether or not you think that game's going to turn into a blowout, I think James Harden against Philly is one of the better matchups that we have here. Uh, Harden's been really good lately, too, playing a lot of minutes, putting up a lot of points. So for me, Harden is on top of the list if I'm able to save at point guard and go with some of the cheap options. Um, Coming down from there, though, Devin Booker has been awesome lately, too. So his price is still in that 5K range as well. Um, He's going up against the New York Knicks, not really a matchup that I'm all that scared of. Um, You know, I've seen other shooting guards do all right against the Knicks recently. So even though Aflalo is known as a good defender, he's not somebody I'm going to shy away from. And the other thing is Devin Booker's playing big minutes. I don't know how much Brandon Knight coming back is going to affect that. I think it kind of affects the minutes that, you know, guys like Archie Goodwin are playing at the point a little more. I still think we're going to see a lot of minutes out of Booker going forward. Um, So, you know, for the 5K range, I think he's definitely somebody I want to look at as well. So where I could pay up, I'm going Harden. Where I need to save, I think Booker's the guy I'm looking at. Yeah, I think Booker's the future here. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, 2016-17 we see a uh, Brandon Knight, uh, Devin Booker, Eric Bledsoe, 1-2-3 option with, you know, uh, Bledsoe guarding some threes because he's athletic to, uh, athletic enough to guard all three spots. So that makes a bunch of sense to me. I, I, I like those calls overall. I'm definitely getting exposure to James Harden for sure. Uh, um, you know, I don't care that it's at Philly. Houston hasn't played good enough to really run anybody out of the gym. So I'm not too uh, scared about that overall. And then, you know, down below that, I'm okay actually um, with, um, you know, taking a look at a couple of different value plays. Uh, I, I don't know if I want Aaron to follow. Uh, personally, I think he's somebody I would maybe, you know, potentially limit to GPPs. I would probably do something like take a take a GPP fire on someone like J.R. Smith, who hasn't really looked particularly good as of late. But you know, take a look back at the last game against Sacramento uh, that they played at home. They blew him out by 20, and he scored 31 fantasy points, which was good for six x. So I think in good spots against weak defensive matchups and. Uh, Sacramento has been giving more minutes to uh, Marco Bellinelli to try to get their three-point shooting going. That's that's a juicy uh, sort of GPP option that you can take advantage of there as well. I also okay of attacking the total against Utah and going with Rodney Hood. Uh, I know Rodney Hood has really sort of you know uh, taken a little bit of a dive production-wise, but Golden State is one of the matchups where you know that they're going to have to score a ton, and it, it sort of uh, you know lends himself to the style of play that he likes overall. Last game going back to December. Uh, that he scored it uh, overall. He got to double digits, hit three trays, four rebounds, three assists. So it was serviceable. The only difference now, because um, that was 5x value, is that they've added a, a $1,000 onto his price tag. So if he gets ticked down just a little bit more, I would be semi-interested in him for, uh, for GPPs. Uh, anybody else that you want to talk about at the two before we move on to the small forward? Yeah, I know it's not a great matchup, and I know that guys are going to be you know, coming back from Injury or, you know, rest, I guess, would be the better way to describe it. But you got Tony Allen and Lance Stevenson that are both down at, like, $4,000 on uh, on Fandle. You know, would either one of those guys be a little bit interesting to you? Because I think Allen's going to be somebody that people flock to. But I think the situation in this game is completely different than the one in the last game where he just put up, you know, whatever. He had eight and a half X last night or something like that. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, Lance Stevenson, to me, has got to be the pick between the two. Tony Allen's offensive game is so broke. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you you know, you have like a clunker, and you're like, you know that it needs a bunch of repairs, but you're like, oh, heck no, I'll just donate this to the church or something like that because you know they can't, there's too many like broken parts to fix. That's Tony Allen's offensive game, in my mind. It's, it's a, you know, it's a car that got set on fire during somebody's championship. 
when you know people were dancing in the streets. There's he's all all kinds of nice defensive ability, all kinds of ugly broken offensive uh, you know efforts for him. So take a look at Lance Stevenson. What he does in 20 plus minutes there is you know pay off almost 6x, 5.6, 5.8, and 7.9x against Cleveland. So um, a little bit of a hidden cash gem, uh, believe it or not, and only what only what $400 over min price. So mm-hmm. uh, Lance is the man. Is is the way I look at this uh, overall. Um, I think that's a nice little um, pivot play that we uh, should probably be taking advantage of as long as they're going to have these uh, uh, injury and lineup issues happening over there in Memphis. All right, mm-hmm. uh, that is going to wrap it up for the small forward. I'm sorry, the shooting guard position. Before we move on to on to small forward, got to talk to all the beloved pod listeners out there and let you know that if you haven't subscribed to RotoWire.com. We have the 10-day free trial going on. Now's the perfect time to jump in as you're getting your research and your DFS and your information all pre- uh, prepared uh, for the 2016 uh, MLB season. We've got lineup optimizers and information for MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college basketball, soccer, golf, up-to-the-minute depth charts, customized league projections, and all the numbers that you want to take advantage of, including complete draft kits uh, for all the major sports, including fancy baseball. So you want to use the numbers and information that we have access to this on this very show. Go ahead and check us out here, rotowire.com slash pod, free 10-day trial. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right, let's go ahead and fire this back up to the small forward position. Talk about what you want to do with the three today. I, I want to play like eight small forwards is what I want to do with the three today. I'm not allowed to, but there are a lot of guys that I think are in good spots. Um, Kevin Durant going up against the Clippers. The Clippers haven't had good wing defense in about 10 years, so it's always a spot you want to kind of target against them. You think this game is going to be pretty high scoring. It's also one of the reasons why I'm not as high on Westbrook, I think, today, because Durant seems to have stepped up his game another level and, and you know, kind of taken a little more of the scoring load on his shoulders. He's got six straight games in a row where he's had over 50 fantasy points, um, and he's been very consistent. He's been between 52 and 59. So he's like my favorite cash game play probably because he's the guy that comes, you know, every game and get you 53, 54, 55 fantasy points. So that he's probably the guy I definitely want to make sure I have exposure to in cash. But let's we can even look at some of these other matchups too. I mean, you have LeBron against the Sacramento Kings. You have Carmelo Anthony against the Phoenix Suns. You know, that's two fast-paced teams that aren't very good on defense. Um, you know, two guys that are capable of putting up 40, 50, 60 fantasy points. Giannis has been amazing lately. He's got a tougher matchup against Miami. My biggest problem with him is not that I don't think he's going to get me, you know, a floor of 40 like he's done over his last eight games um, with upside into the, you know, 70s as he's done. But Miami does play at a little bit of a slower pace, um, and they are a little bit of a better defensive team. And Giannis's price has gotten so high that, you know, you're not getting a ton of upside out of him anymore. But those four guys up at the top to me are all head and shoulders above everybody else. So I want to have exposure to, you know, at least one, if not two of them on this slate. Yeah, I think that's a very smart thing to to, to, to take a, uh, advantage of a couple of big, big gaping holes uh, that are available um, uh, at the very top of the, you know, the, the bad defense like Sacramento, LA Clippers, and their whole of a small force situation. And uh, Giannis, who had a little bit of a letdown, but, you know, I, 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 feel, I still think the, the usage is going to be pretty high. I do like Carmelo, uh, Anthony as well. I believe it's back-to-back, but not worried at all about Phoenix. And then Gordon, Gordon Hayward, to me, is I'm fine with against Golden State. He, he's going to have to do with some heavy lifting and some scoring. Golden State's going to get dragged out into, like, a two- 
15 plus total game overall. And uh, they, there's nothing they're going to have to do about it. So they're going to need Gordon Hayward to, to fire away from three, and he's capable of doing that. I'm not uh, particularly concerned about Harrison Barnes' defense. Uh, so all those um, are, are plays that makes uh, sense to me uh, overall. Anybody in the home run department that we need to talk about before we go on to the floor? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to pay down even into the mid-range, although like guys like Harris and Covington are interesting. I don't really like a lot in the home run department. The one guy who I wanted to mention at least, um, kind of a similar situation to Lance Stevenson that we just talked about. You have uh, Vince Carter as well down here who – you know, has been getting a few extra minutes. The guy's somebody we know can score, and he's minimum priced at only 3500 So I don't really love it. It's not really something that I want to run out and do. But if you decide that you have to punt small forward for some reason, um, you know, as of now, without any, uh, uh, you know, injury news being out, I think the guy that I'd go to is probably Vince Carter. Yeah, I think that makes a bunch of sense, um, you know, overall. So uh, for me, I'm going to go... Um, sort of draw the line at, at Vince Carter, and I'm not going to uh, do too much else with any of these other plays that I'm interested in uh, overall. I've been using Chandler Parsons. He's been fairly solid, and on the flip side of that, I think you can make a case for Tobias Harris, who's, you know, small forward eligible uh, on FanDuel. But, you know, he Chandler Parsons has been to, begin to slide just a little bit. So uh, I think I'd rather get up top um, and get exposure to, you know, the, the top five that we talked about, Katie, LeBron, uh, Giannis, Mello, and Gordon Hayward before I decide I, I need to be uh, in value town at the, at the small forward position. Power forward up next. We got the Splash Brother on Derek Favors um, at the power forward against uh, Draymond Green. So they're facing off against each other. Uh, interested in any of those spots or maybe some people below that for, for the four? Yeah, I've kind of been looking more towards like, you know, the mid-range and the, and the lower value guys for, for some of my plays here. Um, Jabari Parker, you know, we talked about it the other day. I mean, I don't know why FanDuel refuses to raise him above the $6,000 price range, but I'm not going to argue with it. If you keep giving me Jabari Parker for 6 I'm just going to keep plugging him into my lineup. Yep. And, I mean, he just keeps chugging along, putting up 36 yesterday, you know, 43 in his last game. Had one or two games where he only had in the 20s. But, I mean, basically over the course of the last 12 games, he's had two games where he hasn't reached 30 fantasy points. So, you're getting a solid 5x value out of him at a minimum, even at, at the 6K price. So I still like him in there. Um, we found out today already that uh, Jaleel Okafor is going to be out. So as long as Okafor is out, I think you can look at guys like um, you know Jeremy Grant, who's down there kind of cheap. I haven't heard anything about whether or not Nerland's Noel is playing, but... You know, with all the guys that they've had out, we've seen Grant get a lot more minutes. Hasn't really put up any stud stat lines, but, you know, he's still pretty cheap. Can give you, like, a 5x value, I think. Um, I actually like the way Marvin Williams is playing on that Charlotte team. I expect that game there with Charlotte to be uh, kind of high scoring against New Orleans. Um, I think Marvin Williams put up 32 fantasy points last night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, 32 fantasy points has right around 30 in you know, five of the, of the other eight games around there. So, you know, I think he's in a pretty good spot as well. And then David Lee has been another one of those cheap salary-saving guys that's given us, you know, close to a double-double every time he goes out there. Had 13-8 uh, and eight last night. He actually didn't play very much. I think he only played about 16 or 17 minutes, but that game turned into a blowout, so, you know, not a big deal. He had double-doubles in the two games before that. He had double-doubles in, you know, four of his last, uh, or three of his last six, and then the two other games he had nine rebounds and eight rebounds, or he would have had five double-doubles in his last six. So 
down at 4,500, I think David Lee is another guy I'm looking at. So that's kind of why I want to pay up for two small forwards here today because I, I don't play Anthony Davis in cash, so I'm not paying up for him. And I don't really think I want Draymond against Utah. So I'm willing to pay up for two small forwards here today and kind of go mid to lower range value at the at the power forward spot. I think it makes a lot of sense overall. Um, I was a little bit let down by um, David Lee in the last matchup there. Um, you know, he almost paid off 5X, but uh, 16 minutes against the LA Clippers was pretty disappointing overall. So, I mean, if you want to leave him in GPP territory because he had been so super consistent prior to that, I'm okay with that against Detroit. I don't think anybody uh, is really particularly worried about, you know, Tobias Harris defense or, or whatever they end up rolling out. And then, you know, Jermichael Green, is if he's going to get the call again, I, we have to get some exposure, at least for GPPs overall. If he's going to go with 16 and 10 with six assists, four steals, and two blocks, I mean, I'm saying not saying he should repeat that line, but that's a super impressive line for you to put up against one of the better front defensive front lines in the league in the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I was uh, pretty impressed. I think you have to get some exposure. Boston, we know, is super soft up front um, uh, with uh, Jared Sollinger up top and doesn't play a ton of defense uh, in that realm. So I, I will definitely be looking to get some um, exposure uh, over there. And you know what? I, I think that we should have some sh- sh- some shares of Brow as well against Charlotte because, you know, Marvin Williams or, you know, Kaminsky, uh, uh, Big Al Jefferson, whatever combo they roll out, it's either not a completely healthy guy or it's some, not somebody who should be a, a good defensive um, matchup to hold Anthony Davis down. So I think you should have some exposure there. I understand that you may not be able to, to do that. I'm not going to going out of my way to roster him. Um, but I think against Charlotte on the road, that, that, that is actually a pretty good spot. All right, before we move on to the center position for today, we have to talk to all the business owners out there. If you have a business, you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy to get the website live for yourself today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be too busy. Too busy to worry about the budgets, the scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. Center position up. Let's talk about what you're putting down here on the Wednesday slate. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Boogie, how do you feel about this Cleveland defense now? I mean, they just got lit up yesterday by Jamichael Green, mm-hmm. and now they're going to have to come back because it's not like they weren't healthy. Like, that's the thing. That that loss yesterday to me is a little bit surprising because normally I don't play big guys against Cleveland because they've been pretty good, but they got absolutely eaten alive inside by Jamichael Green yesterday. So if Jamichael Green can put up 50 fantasy points against the defense – what do you think Boogie Cousins can do to that same defense? Probably put up a hundred. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's the way I'm looking at it right now. Is like if they play like they played the other night, you know, I can't imagine Cousins not having a dominant game here. Even though looking at Cleveland and looking at the numbers, it's not really a great matchup for big guys. But you know, I, I have a tough time thinking that he's not somebody that I want to have some shares of on on Wednesday. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. I'm having some definitely cash exposure to, to Boogie. There as well. He's just been super consistent and matchup proof. I consider him one of the few matchup proof guys uh, that are available on the slate. And so it's sort of just going to depend on your roster construction. If you paid up at the point guard, then you're going to have a tough paying, time paying up at the three and at the five. 
So you're gonna have to pick your poison, but for cash, I'm, I'll lock them in. I don't care. Sacramento's at home, and you know they uh, we know Cleveland can play better defense than they have, but I haven't been convinced by anything. Toronto got smacked. I mean, Toronto smacked them around last week. They've had some weird, ridiculous losses uh, as of, as of late. So if they were rolling and smacking teams, then I would be okay. Maybe this is the day to take a break from from Boogie Cousins. But he's got the rest rest day off in between. Cleveland has to go on the road, and they've been playing bad. So I don't really have too many fears for him for cash. For GPPs, I think you could definitely go into uh, you know in multiple directions uh, here mm-hmm. overall. I love you know your boy that we've been using uh, and recommending for a couple weeks now that you put me onto. Dwight Howard has been. Um, pretty consistent overall. Uh, he hasn't had uh, some, uh, some of the monster games uh, that we'd like him to see, but at least for cash as a you know GPP alternative for AK mm-hmm. against Philadelphia, I believe that this is an easy double double, and he should actually you know post more block shots than, than he has. And you get a nice little discount. You know, Boogie's going to be in the 10K range. You get over two thousand dollars worth of savings if you want to you know uh, step down to, to to Dwight Howard. Um, and then Alex Len has been um, a straight up monster. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, we we talked about him overall. Back to back fifty pointers against Memphis too. And you know, I know Memphis is not the same sort of uh, you know team defensively, but uh, the guy has been straight up beasting. And they ha- they can't raise the price fast enough on him. He'll probably be above six k, but I won't care. I'll still be rostering uh, Alex Len. Uh, what about you? How how are you handling the rest of these guys? Yeah, I mean, I think the most important player to look at at the center position on the slate is Alex Len. If his price doesn't jump significantly higher than a, than a lot of, or, or I shouldn't say significantly higher, but his price needs to jump higher to put him more in line with some of these other centers. Otherwise, I think it's just another slate where you just plug him in and build your team around him. But um, the guy that I like in the, in the mid-range between him and Boogie, if I was looking for something else, is uh, DeAndre Jordan, who is going up against uh, OKC. They played last week. Jordan had like 50 fantasy points in that game. Um, so that would give him over a 6x return at his price of like 82 or 8300 that he's sitting at. So for me, it's Boogie if I got the money to spend up. Probably DeAndre if I can't afford Boogie, but I got enough money left. But if Alex Len is, I'm going to say below 6800 If he doesn't jump at least $900, he's probably just going to be the guy that I lock in there. I'm not looking for another 50-point game out of him, but I don't think asking for 40 is asking for too much with his new role. And 40 fantasy points would give him 6x at like 6,900. So that's probably anything below that probably means I'm playing Alex Len on uh, Wednesday. All right, fair enough for me. I I, I think um, that's you know uh, that's plenty of value. So I don't think we really necessarily have to mess around and try to figure out you know other options uh, down below that. I just and personally, I don't even like them. Uh, overall, Greg Monroe has been ticked down on a serious level. Al Jefferson doesn't play enough minutes. Uh, Robin Lopez is going against Phoenix, and he's fine, but doesn't really have the upside of Len. So if you're not going in, into the mix here up, up top, uh, you know, Cousins, Drummond, uh, you know, Whiteside, who's a bit nicked up, and Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan, I think Alex Len, I draw the line there, and then I just move on. All right, um, last thing I will say, too, is if you want to roll um, uh, uh, Andrew Bogut for GPPs because he's, he's scheduled to play big minutes, against that Derek Favors, um, uh, Rudy Gobert big front line. When he gets 20-plus minutes, he's been paying off over five uh, times the, the, the price tag in, in in most cases, with the exception of Oklahoma City. So 6.2, 5.6, and 8x is is the salary there. So if you need a, a, a cheapie, he's been under 5K on FanDuel, and you can take a look at him. 
guarantee that he plays 20 plus minutes for me, I think, uh, against bigger front lines. That's what they Golden State has been doing all season long. I, I expect that to continue. All right, that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Don't forget to check us out on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHaysFS. We'll be back tomorrow with another uh, fresh podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.